Yeah, it's about that time, you already know Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to start the show Sean, Tanner, Ryan, Righteous, DJ, Jeremiah We bringing the heat, man, this joint be fire like Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Just put it in work, we raising the bar Tuned into the track star. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, this episode is sponsored by Kingdom Choice Award. It's going down, y'all, September 28th. That's a Saturday out at Crumble Theater out in uh, New York, man. You definitely want to make sure you're there. Tickets have been on sale. The early bird has gone on sale since June 1st. You still got time to get in on the early tip, so make sure you go out and do that, all right? All right, man, so... Uh, we're going to be talking about some albums that came out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a lot of y'all have been listening to NF, so we are going to start with him. So he just came out with the album The Search. So, um, you know, we got a lot of NF fans of our <laughs> show, right? So we'll, we'll, we'll be fair. We'll be fair and we'll uh, give a little review. So you got the clip? Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, Nate. How's life? I don't know. All right. I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time. A little break from the shows and a bus ride. Yeah, I went from nobody to kind of famous Hide my plaques inside a closet, I just can't explain it My wife, she tells me that she's proud and thinks that I should hang them But I just leave them on the ground right next to myself I don't do drugs, I'm addicted to the pain though yeah, I've been on it for a while, I don't know how to put it down Gotta have it, it's a habit, I'ma break though <laughs> Late nights, staring out the window doing 85 Got my state of mind, yeah Walking on that gray line, hoping that my stress dies It's like I hate it, but I love it at this <laughs> Walk to you with my hands tied Walk told you on a fine line Everybody has a dark side I feel embarrassed when they see mine Rain falling from my dark skies Clouds parting, but it's all lies Shouldn't I see the sunshine now? Wonder how I look in God's eyes A little time to show you I'm worth it I know that I can be a difficult person I'm a stress case, drive you up the wall when I'm working Actually, I'm probably worse when I'm not You don't deserve it, make you nervous Cause you know I'm a break soon Every time I do, I say something that hurts you Acting like I'm gone, but we both in the same room Perfect got me, I've been overworking for weeks I go home and purchase some things that I know will not fill my needs Have a dose of what I've achieved and get lonesome and I critique Who I am and what I believe make up standards too high to reach When I grow up, you know what I want to be? Take a seat, let me tell you my ridiculous dreams I want to rap, yeah I know it's hard to believe And I can tell you right thinking I will never succeed Does anybody feel like me? Show of hands I don't need a lot, I just want to find my peace yeah, why you throwing rocks? Oh, you want to kill my dreams? Okay, tell me everything I'm not. You think I didn't know those things? Always <laughs> Your mom and dad are not together. They took different routes. But you probably already knew you're getting older now. Remember back when mom picked us up from grandma's house? And she hit her boyfriend in the trunk and drove a couple miles? <laughs> Late nights are the worst for me They bring up the worst in me Mind running got me feeling like it hurts to think If this is all that I wanted, I don't want it Gotta be more for me <laughs> Give me my mind back Yeah, give me my mind back The one that told me I was worth something when I fall flat Yeah, 
Yeah, they ask me where I learned to do this. Self-taught, checking things off my to-do list. Treat my temper like my family, I ain't trying to lose it. <laughs> Baby, I'm impossible to be with. I know that you got a thousand reasons. You probably want to leave, but don't know how. <laughs> I don't know what's gotten into me. I could be off on my rocker, potentially. Bigger I get, the more they think it less of me. Don't be the one to insult my integrity. Put down the whistle, I'm done with you referees. Y'all don't know nothing, you think you ejected me. <laughs> Growing up, yeah, know a lot, but I don't know enough. What you doing here? Why you even showing up? Yeah, showing up for trying to show me love. Say you're there when I feel helpless. If that's true, why don't you help me? I push away the people that I love the most. Why? I don't want no one to know I'm vulnerable. Why? Yeah, so what y'all think? Man, that was a good project. It's a. Uh, I like. So, first of all, you know, one of the things that really drew me to NF is his uh, authenticity, um, the realness of his music, and the fact that he's really pretty much just kind of telling you. You know what he's gone through and, and and how he sees things and i really enjoyed the project um favorite that stuck out to me um was options um i just like the hook on that one i like what he says i like how he kind of got back to you know the rap pattern and the rap scheme um so i really really dug that i love nate that was really good that was really one of my favorites too um i think time is the new uh let you down of course, yeah. yeah. That's it's, what it's designed to be. Yeah, it's really, really good. So what's, what's interesting is that Let You Down was probably one of my favorites. And I was like, oh, man, time is coming in there real close to that, too. Um, I really liked uh, Returns and When I Grow Up. I mean, it was just a great project all around. I'm, I'm impressed. You actually, you really like this. I mean, you called me and like you texted us, was like, "Yo, this is amazing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was You're not really good. This. No, no, I'm not. I'm not just saying that. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed NF in in the past as well, but this one, I was just like, man, I was hanging on to every word. I was just like, this is he. He just speaks. I mean, I, here's what I here's what I know about NF. I know why his fan base likes him. Right? He speaks for every fan. Every fan can relate to something that he's been through, something that he talks about in his music. I think every one of his fans can say, I, that's me. I remember going through that. I felt that way. Uh, that was how I was treated. But the one, um, man, the one I really like is um, when, I guess it was Nate, when he was talking to himself and he was just like, in a couple of years, you're going to sign a deal. Nate, the Nate song. Yeah, that was just crazy to me. Because um, it was like, how many of us could go back five years from now or 10 years from now or 15 years um, from now and talk to ourselves about what we are, what we were going to see ourselves do. So that's really, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. What'd you think, man? Um, 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 I felt like overall it was a well-rounded album. Um, and I think people was, for years, always used to say prior to this that all his beats sounded the same. And ooh, ooh. I always felt like this was the one that had beats. They still was dark tones to them, but they were upbeat, mid-tempo, slow. Everything was different. So I feel like it felt a little different on the production side, but it was still him. It was his sound. Like, this is NF sound, period. Um, 
I would say my favorite songs off of it, I had a few, Returns, Nate, <laughs> The Search, Let Me Go, No Excuses Like This, Options, Why, and Thinking. Mm-hmm. That's um, funny, y'all like totally different ones than I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. All the ones you said are probably like... Okay. I mean, <laughs> the, song, the ones that um, yeah. when I grow up, only No Excuses, Like This, and Options. But um, overall, I, I was very, I was, I was very pleased by the project. I think the project is one of his best. Um, I think it's one of his best well-rounded albums. I like how he started the album off with the search, like that mm-hmm. was just straight like yeah, that was classic cool. NF. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like I do. I think my only thing that I really didn't. It was too long. It was, a, it was 20 songs, and I was like, wow, this is a long time. So I, I think he could have cut some songs and maybe maybe released them like after the album, or did an EP or something. So, um, but rather than that, overall, man, I think it was a good album. I found a comment in his, uh, you know, you can leave comments on iTunes. He's number one still over Chance, which we'll talk about later. Um, And I thought this kind of summed up what people think about NF. Mm -hmm. uh, They said a bunch of stuff before this, but I'll cut in the middle. With NF, I can listen in front of my kids. We can rap along and it's about issues they may be going through with a positive message and outlet now christian rap or really christian music has never been for me because i don't feel a connection to it yes i'm a christian but christian rap and christian music has given me a sense of cookie cutter type music Mm. everything is always just positivity their life is great and they are so happy which is great it's what our world uh, these days need but it's not really for the uh, for the majority of the world and what people are going through I personally believe in Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, but NF has uh, rapped about, uh, as NF has rapped about, I too am uh, far from perfect. Um, I too feel lost. I have dealt with and deal to this day with depression. So they go on and on and say, like, why NF's music speaks to him because it's not all just everything's good. And, you know, so I thought that I thought that was a big uh, statement they made. Yeah, I I actually really liked it when I first um, heard the album. I was at work and I wasn't really in the mood for it, so it was just like, okay, this sounds familiar, <laughs> NF, I, I get it. But when I heard it again, like in my car with speakers and stuff, man, he really had a lot of good stuff on here. Like he yeah. did a, he did a great job. So I'll tell you the ones that stood out to me. So I thought the search was a great way to start. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of y'all like the intros. I don't really like the intros, but this felt like a better intro to yeah. me. It felt it felt really good. Um, I thought change. My stress, Nate, and time were yeah. like the best on the whole joint. Yeah. yeah. I also liked um, uh, when I grow up. Only I thought was a standout. Yeah. Let me go was really good. So I'm mentioning almost every song. So that's why is good as well. Um, options I, I actually don't like the hook, but wow. I like his verses on options. So I'm yeah. the opposite of you on that. I think you're gonna see T-shirts with that. Make it or make it. Yeah, I like that part of it. But I just don't like I, the options part of the hook. But that's the part I like. I got you. Yeah. Um, but um, I thought, I mean, I think I mentioned seven or eight songs like off of a project. Like he yeah. did a really, really yeah, good job. Did. It was really good. He did. Now it's interesting what you said about what the person said about like them going through their problems and it's not like cookie cutter. But that, that's interesting because it seems like we we do have other artists that talk about stuff like this but yeah. not into depth and i don't i don't think we make um i think the thing that stands out enough stands out from everybody in this genre is that the mood like the music is the mood and he raps over the mood right and i think yeah. that's a little bit different than i think we have people that try to create those moods on a song 
but yeah. the whole album is that move. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what mm-hmm. and that's what the difference between NF and everybody else is is like the whole album. Like the theme of the album, you it sound is like it does put you in that dark kind of place, but it still it still has light at different parts. You know what I mean? So it's, I just feel I just feel like the whole the whole project is always that. It's not just one song or two songs or three. It's always the whole project. I think what a lot of old school cats um, are having trouble with NF is because the the formula for an album back in the day, if you remember, was you need this kind of song, you need yeah. that kind of song, yeah. you need a song for the girls. And he does a little bit of that, but you need a song that sound like West Coast, a song that sound like East Coast, yeah. it's Dow South song, whatever song, right? Yeah. That was how you constructed an album, and you couldn't finish it until you had something for everybody on mm-hmm. it. NF is making one type of song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always the same type of song. It's in the same color palette. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and. Um, what, what it makes me think of is like painters, yeah. Renaissance uh, style painters. Mm. Each painter had a style, yeah. and you, they made all different kinds of paintings, but it was all the same. St- it all looks similar, yeah. right? Yeah. And you wouldn't expect somebody to make like like Mona Lisa and then like a Banksy wall yeah. graffiti yeah, art, right? Yeah. It's too different. So he is this style. If you like this, this is yeah. your guy, right? Yeah. So I think that's why people are having trouble with it. But I think he is doing the best at whatever this is yeah you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, so if you don't yeah. like this you're not gonna like him but if you do this is the best yeah. currently of what he makes yeah and honestly i thought on this album i could i could hear the references to eminem dying down like i didn't really hear a lot of that i heard him in his almost, own lane almost. in his own sound. <laughs> i heard a lot i did hear some i will say that but you know what i thought about was it was interesting as i was driving and i was looking at the playlist I don't know if he did this on purpose, and maybe this is something that he he maybe did on purpose or not. But it almost looks like you could form full sentences with the titles Do of it. the of the song. So I miss the days when I grew up, um, and you let me go. You made no excuses like this. There's change and returns. Like I, I think you could just really. I think this is how you make an album flow all the way through where all these words can relate to a full sentence of something that either you went through or something that you're you've dealt with in the past so i think that was really cool i don't know if he did that on purpose or not but here we go I, you did something i thought you was gonna do the whole track lesson because it kind of does the same thing with the track lesson if you go to search leave me alone change my stress nate time returns when i grow up only let me go hate myself i miss the days no excuses like this Options why thinking trauma time. Oh wow. Could work, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I learned a couple things um on this. First of all, did did he release why at the end of his last cycle to get a jump start on this cycle? Because remember he released why like yeah, right after per- perception. Yeah. Is yeah, that? Yeah. He released that right after perception dropped. And I, I wonder if um he did that to capitalize off of the wave of perception listeners and then he added this song to this album and you get the credit for those spins on this album mm. oh wow that might be a little tip if you're an artist yeah. like that's that's yeah. smart if you have a hot project put something out right after that project so you ride the wave of that project and save it for the next album and all those spins will count towards your yeah. your billboard for the next album that's that's genius if you did that you know um let you down is almost at a billion streams. Yeah, no, it's, that it's, is crazy. That is crazy. What? What? Let me, okay, I think we 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 have the conversation sometimes, but we really don't. 
why do we don't why do people in our genre don't see him as chh or like because there's a lot of literally it's a lot of people when we talk about yeah we're gonna do an nf thing or we're gonna yeah, it's not a christian it's artist. like oh he's not a christian artist and i'm like well what? it's because he doesn't talk about god that much he he talked about god more on this mm-hmm. album yeah than he than i'm used to hearing from him yeah um but yeah he doesn't like if you just listen to it yeah you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell he's a christian artist but except this one i felt you like could. you could tell you yeah. could because he said if you're having problems go pray yeah he yeah. he it felt like he made a concerted effort to be a little bit more yeah, obvious about what christian is. but yeah. you know what I, I actually i expected that change when he got married i expected that because i felt like he always kind of talked about how the past was the past, but now he's kind of looking toward the future. Like he has a bright future going with this. I mean, now you hear that he's exp- he's expressing that you know they got problems and things too, like every other marriage, I'm sure. But I thought it was really cool that you know he was able to. It's almost kind of like you can see him growing, mm-hmm. album after album. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. Um, but I, I just think that I don't know. I think when you talk about god in the project and you don't have any cursing and and we know in the past that you've been on christian hip-hop labels you've done songs collaborated with christian hip-hop artists i mean still doing stuff with social club because they're label mates of yours Mm. i think the only thing that separates him from that is that he's no longer on christian cap or capital christian i really think that's a big separation for him what what did you guys think about the interlude it was very interesting. Okay, so he um, was talking about how when he had all all the success from Perception album, he didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Um, which to me is a great... I, I know people will probably think that's a bad message, but to me that's a great message because a lot of people believe if they achieve a certain oh, level yeah. of success, yeah. Yeah. they're going to feel great about life. Yeah. But it yeah. doesn't actually help you with anything. All the problems you had when you were broke, yeah. you're just now rich and broke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rich and terrible, right? So... Um, I think that was a good message to say, look, the problems I had before I got to this moment didn't go away just because I became successful. Exactly. You still got to work through all those things and be, yeah. become he, who you need to be. He said something key in the Nate song. He said, um, he said, and when you grow up, you'll, you'll, you'll sign a deal and you'll make millions and you'll still be unhappy. Yeah. It's like, wow, you really see that people get to that point. But you know what's interesting about it is that I started thinking about it. I said, he would be our toughest interview to date in my opinion the reason i say that is because he talks about how he doesn't like to hear himself speak or he doesn't like to talk in interviews and he doesn't have he doesn't like to have that conversation so it almost be like well what do you ask him about that you don't already know about him mm-hmm. right you just kind of talking to him about what like what question would you ask him if he was sitting here like what would you what was the first question you, you hate asked? us don't you well, <laughs> that. i thought about that too what question would you ask you still hate us, don't you? Um, I think the question I would ask would be that interlude. Like, start off with, like, that interlude was very deep, man. Like, what, where, where are you at now yeah. to prior recording that? I think the biggest question is, you're being honest, but what if you do emerge from these darker thoughts? Yeah. Do you feel pressure to still make that kind of music mm. That's in what I'm good saying. seasons? And, yeah. and getting married and all of that. Because there are good times and bad times, right? Yeah. Now, he may just be piling up all the bad times into the album and just skipping over the good times. But how many people would accept a non-dark NF album? How many of his true fans would be like, I, I guarantee you if NF decided to create a project where it's more like, kind of like different sounds, different, it's not completely dark toned, he would, a lot of his fans would probably be like, what are you doing? 
Maybe. Well, I, I think that the soundscape is is set right. So as long as he's talking about stuff over that soundscape and he's still being honest, even in your good times, you can still be honest about some things yeah. that you you don't like or whatever. So I, I'm just wondering if he does ever have a moment where he's like, man, I wish I could make like a house song or like a you know a beat, yeah. you know, pop joint to play in the club. Yeah. But he, he can't really, you know what I mean? But like I mean, it doesn't fit. Like "Never Let You Down" is an in essence, it is a pop record. But I think he, it's I think, pop, but it's still dark. It's still yeah. the 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 theme of it is still about his father yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's like it's still a dark message. What if you run out of stuff to talk about? Yeah. That's that's for every artist. Yeah. It's like what if that that thing runs out? I think he will feel the pressure to keep giving them what they want which is like this struggle with you know depression and and old hurts and wounds yeah. like that's what people want for him is to mm. to be like oh he gets me well uh, he understands me i think he has a younger generation's attention right now and when they when those when that generation changes and shifts with him like when he has if he has children and things of that nature and they have children he makes a song about his kid and what it was like the first time he met him um that will translate i think all of that will kind of just but, flow with him but I, I think the the thing about what makes him so great of an artist is that he just knows how to use use the palette and know how to serve it out good like it's it's almost like and not comparing them to m but like when we early eminem when we talked about early eminem and his fan base and people love eminem not just because it's skill because he was speaking to where they he was a white kid from the trailer park speaking to majority white kids from the from a, a low income place so if that's the case is like once you start adding those elements that like it's almost like mary j blige and a lot of people yeah. always say about her it was like when she's not not sad then she don't give good work but when Which she's true when she's happy like that's almost like her being a prisoner to her fans yeah even if she has a great marriage everything's going great everything's going good for her she has to be a prisoner to her fans because her fans don't accept her being yeah, it's, it's who she, she People she fell feels. in love. If you ever seen a behind the scenes of her recording the studio, like she'll actually be crying. Like yeah. it's not like yeah. she's not just singing a song. Like yeah. she's actually in that thing, right? Yeah. And I think that's what people expect from Nate is like you're really feeling this. This yeah. is not just you rapping about whatever. Yeah. This is something that matters to you. And that's yeah. what comes across in the music is everything he's talking about sounds like it matters to him. Yeah. And and I think like people say, you, you could still rap about stuff that matters to you without it sounding yeah depressing or whatever. Does I don't. He, you I think don't his think producer and you think his producer purposely makes sounds that make you feel depressed? Because that's what I'm reading right here. People no, I don't, like, don't, I don't think listen I think the word depressed is the wrong word. Mm -hmm. I think the word is is there's a mood. Yeah. The mood is contemplative, right? When I'm contemplating something, I'm not necessarily depressed. It's just yeah. that I'm really thinking about it. It's like you could be in a mood of, oh, everything is great. The world is fine, blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes you're like, even if it's not a dark thing, like, wow, my daughter is here. Yeah. Like, that's not sad. It's just it's just yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A I serious, more serious. Yeah, serious mood. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Is, is, is uh, NF introverted? I'm sure, I'm sure he's introverted, right? I would assume he is. Then, and I think that might be why he has a issue with maybe interviews and stuff like that. And I think it's a good plan. Um, yeah. I think the reason he's not getting recognition from hip hop magazines and stuff is because he doesn't do interviews. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I think that's a good path. If you could be successful without having to do all the interviews and all the social media crap, like that's amazing. To me, yeah. like the but the the Cole plan, J yeah. Cole plan, like the, I would sign up for that. Well, I think another thing too is, is a lot that people in the mainstream. I think for us, we would probably be a little lighter on him, whereas the mainstream will either bring up M, bring up you know different things about him that he's probably like I just don't feel like having the yeah, time yeah, to do yeah. that you know the what I mean? M thing is probably gonna be the biggest comparison they yeah. would give him like how'd you feel when you felt like Eminem called you out on that last album like I wouldn't want to answer that question over and over again yeah yeah it's 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 a little frustrating but I, I think he's in a good pocket unfortunately I think he's gonna hit number one on Billboard again yeah and I don't know if he's gonna be able to avoid the spotlight for much longer is he the Kawhi Leonard of hip hop, no, that's that's. Kawhi <laughs> Leonard is is uh, weird. No, but what I'm saying that is because I, I saw someone with Kawhi Leonard was on the red carpet for the Kids Choice Awards, and he was like, "Let's just go," and he's like, "You got to stop and take pictures." Like, and what I mean by that is like he don't want the attention, but he wants to be known as the best for what he does. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I don't think so. I mean, it's I would more say J Cole. Like J Cole can just put out an album and you never see him again, but he yeah. still sell. 400,000 copies of it you know what I mean like I think that's to me that's a great place to be where you don't have to drum up some fake excitement about your album to get people to buy it yeah so Mm. I think he's in a great place wow man and I I think another thing too about the mainstream media is shying away from him like the academics the everyday I think because they deep down know his fan base is Christian or they as a Christian as a Christian tied to him and they kind of like staying clear from him because they just like, oh, these are some Christians supporting this Christian rap guy. I don't know if they know that. I don't know. Yeah. I think we know about NF, but I don't know if the general public knows he's a Christian. No, I think I, I remember seeing something on, I think it was Everyday Struggle a couple years ago, a, a while ago, and it was talking about different artists, and it was and they was just like they skimmed over him. It was like NF, the the Christian rap guy, and da 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 da. Like I remember academics saying something like that. Oh, he so yeah. he said his name before. He he said enough, and it was like the the Christian rap guy. Like oh, that's wow. what I'm saying. I think that's why the, he's not getting that much traction from people because the Eminem thing comparison, and then also knowing him as a Christian. Yeah, I don't know, man, but he did a great job on this. Um, I know a lot of people think he's independent. I don't. <laughs> I think I think he has an imprint deal with with Capital. Um, I think I, this is just a guess. I have no idea, but my assumption would be he did so well that he worked out an imprint deal where his label is now signed to Capital mm-hmm. and he can manage his own label yeah. himself. That's mm-hmm. that's what I would assume happened. Another great thing he did, great videos. Music the videos, videos are, tell, he tells oh, yeah, his story. Videos yeah, are the awesome. videos are really good. So, so yeah, uh, just amazing job. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, I don't know. There was, I think there was more I wanted to say, but I think we said enough. Yeah, yeah man. All right, man, you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah, let go. Hey guys, this is Miracle from Trackstars. I wanted to make sure you all know all about the official Trackstars universe. If you'd like a free Trackstars t-shirt, free merch, discounts, exclusive content, and direct access to your favorite radio hosts, then this is for you. Make sure to check out trackstars.com forward slash official. Again, that's trackstars.com forward slash official. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. Yeah, man, Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going. All right, um, Paris Chariz declines that Reach Records offer, man. 
It said he signs two million dollar deal with Word Forty Five. Have we confirmed the story? Yeah, <laughs> did, did he actually get? Y'all ate off. No, 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 I'm no, no. I just, I'm, it sounded. I, I just from my hearing it, it could be a joke. And that's I'm, I'm, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'll say this. I don't know if the million dollar deal is. He's joking or not? I don't know. Um, I know he started his own label and he signed himself to his own imprint <laughs> slash collective. So. And that sneeze didn't help. But uh, God bless you. <laughs> um, I just think, I think it's a good, I don't know. I mean, he could have got an investment. Is that true? Like, we, it's he all get possible. A- I just, my first reaction was, oh, this might be a joke. I didn't, I didn't yeah. assume it was real. But it could be. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. It what do you be. think him declining Reach Records offer? That's the part I don't know if it, that the whole thing, I don't know if oh. it's, it's, it's a troll or not. Because <laughs> I don't I have no idea. Oh, but, yes. it, but if it is, I but mean, so that's good. The, so when the crew reported this, they said they couldn't come to a, an agreement or a deal. They couldn't reach a deal. So it doesn't necessarily mean that that they offered. He could have asked. So you never know. I, I just don't think it was. No one's confirmed. Well, you're reporting yet. this. I'll trust you. <laughs> did, did this happen or not? I'm actually getting it from a source of the the crew. So okay, and exactly. I, I was looking, Google searching, and everything. And I didn't see no official like statement on Rapzilla. Oh, or good point. Like we need to we need to review the D1 album too then. Yeah, man. We got some. Re- we gotta get some change on it. It's a good album, God and Girls. Um, Reach Records artist 1K Fuel and our guy Toby and Wigway are on NBA NBA 2K20 soundtrack playlist. They're amongst people like Drake, um, Future, other people, man. So be on the lookout for that. And that's a great look, man. That's a good a good a good situation for them guys, man. All right, man, y'all heard about what biopics you think need to happen from us, from our side? What? What um, What biopic, Who? whose biopic you think is on its way from us, like on our side, on the Christian side? Any, are you talking about just hip-hop or anybody? Hip-hop or any genre of Christian gospel? Um, I mean, if it's if it's hip Christian hip-hop? No, I'm talking about in general. I that. Oh, I mean. It's a biopic. In the works that's about to happen for us i would see billy graham billy graham yeah billy graham would be i would see um see i don't know how many I, there's people that i know i don't that i don't know if everybody knows yeah. like louis giglio i would love to see a biopic on but okay. that's small you know what i mean like yeah. chris tomlin those kind of guys because that whole movement to me is powerful um yeah. i don't know who, who is it toby what's toby? toby toby matt toby matt mm, that's okay you well say. okay Devon Franklin is in works of doing one for Kirk. Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say that. I was going to um, say Kirk. He announced the plans for the film on the social media that this month, but now to reveal the title ideas for the biopic, the um, popular filmmaker will serve as executive producer in a Franklin Entertainment film produced by his label, For Your Soul Entertainment. He said, I told y'all we're about to change the game. This brother has allowed me to produce a movie about his life. Thank you, man. If you think Bohemian Rhapsody is something, if you think Rocket Man is something, wait and wait. Until this bad boy drops, he said Plows would not be playing Kirk. So y'all be good on that. He also said makes me, he said um, Kirk's story is um, a humble beginning through his um, rise to fame as he changes the face of gospel music and battle his demons in the process. Mm-hmm. Makes me clap my hands, make me want to dance, stomp. So yeah, man, so get ready for that, man. That's going to be a biopic that probably, man, it'll be pretty cool, man. So mm-hmm. we'll be on the lookout for that. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Cop it section, Andy Minio 
Uh, work in progress pre-order. Aaron Cole, not by chance pre-order. We're going to have to do a lot of album reviews, man. And after Surge, Jermaine Martel, Human 4, In Search Of, King Alico, Summer School EP, Jay Fish and Juice Banger, Shine Forever, um, Daniela, Rain Don't Go Away single, Stephen Malcolm, Sometimes Single, Chris Noel and Culture Villains, OMG single, Eshawn Burgundy, Prophetess, Prophetess, freestyle single and cortez featuring kaz daily single and what you got ryan yeah yep um shout out to the nectar artists who dropped last week and this week um shine forever jay fish and juice bangers um shout out to um late night by uh dante james featuring kaya which will drop in a few days um and everybody who's out there man if you've joined nectar we appreciate having you um, shout out to the 520 Collective. They, uh, they they just joined Nectar, so that's really dope. So dope. Um, and they're having some crazy success. So y'all go out there and support the 520 Collective. Support Solomon's Porch Podcast. Support Eminem Live Radio. Support Business uh, with Bordeaux and the Track Stars each and every Monday. And I gotta start saying Track Stars with a Z, right? So everybody, if you're looking for us at Track Stars uh, with a Z on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Even trackstars.com. All right, man. Let's get back into it. You in the field. Oh, stay tuned. We are doing Chance's album, and we are going to have a really, really deep conversation about the church. So you may want to stay tuned for that. You're in the field with the track stars. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. Do you know that we are a full-fledged media company, and we're here for people like you? We can do mixing. We could do mastering of your song. We can get you an album cover, design your website, do your music video. Yeah, we do all of that stuff. So send us your information right now. Contact us at trackstars.com and let us help you get out there. Let's go. Yo, what's up? This is Beacon Light and you are in the field with the track stars. Keep it locked right here. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars. Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, for all things track stars, go to www trackstars.com with a z right follow us on instagram at trackstars twitter at trackstars like the facebook page and subscribe to the youtube channel and download the podcast each and every monday okay so we reviewed nf earlier his album now we're gonna get into chance's album because they're kind of going head to head right now yeah and nf is murdering chance right now <laughs> yeah um which i don't know if that was the plan um Chance's album didn't release on time. Yeah. Like it was supposed to release at midnight. Yeah. And it didn't come out until like 1, 2 p.m. Yeah. the next day. Um, and I was wondering, were they trying to were they trying to second guess the release because of NF? Like he's not going to, I don't know if he's going to be able to beat NF. Yeah, he may not. I'm not sure. I thought they were trying to release it because it was on Chicago time. Cause you know they're they're behind us, but I guess that don't matter no it's more. Not, it's not nine hours later, <laughs> so yeah. Or maybe they had some last minute things they wanted to do to it at the last minute, and then maybe. But up. at least on iTunes and Amazon, NF is destroying yeah. Chance. So yeah. maybe chances will last longer, and yeah. he'll be able to beat him over the week because it's a week, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll find out about this next week who who won Billboard. But if NF wins Billboard again. I don't know. That's because he's number man. one overall. Like he's too. number one. Period. Yeah, yeah. So chance, chance. I think this this is his first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, debut yeah, yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. So that you could buy. Exactly. Like, purchase, so yeah. let's let's take a listen to it and we'll uh, come back and talk. You got it. What? <laughs> I don't got oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I could have sworn you had a clip. 
Nah, it's no clip of that. It's no clean version. Yo, that's hilarious. I right, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> So if you haven't heard it. <laughs> I can rap the lyrics if you want me to. I just yeah, there's no clean version. Yo, that was so funny. Um, I guess you're so used to that. When we yeah, do I'm used to you yeah. doing that. You know what? You know what we normally do with like, mainstream albums. Yeah. We do, we do dissects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's good. I could have sworn you had that. Joke. All right. Anyway, so if you haven't heard it, um, it's it's. Let's just imagine NS album with like um, a beat. <laughs> <laughs> and with cursing and, and, and other stuff, right? Stuff. So, well, house music sometimes too. And and house music. It, it okay. So my 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 opinion of the album is it was uh it felt good. Yeah, it felt good. I think Chance is an amazing lyricist. Um, yeah. and the one thing that stood out for me from Chance was he is very brave. He's a very brave artist. Yeah. Like he takes chances that. I don't think a lot of rappers are willing to take. Yeah. Yeah. He does things that a lot of people may think is weird yeah. um, as a rapper, but it, it works for him because of his brand. Yeah. And he just comes off to me as a very brave artist. And it, it takes him to interesting places um, musically, which I like. Um, overall, I thought it was good. Again, I think it suffers from a, being a little too long, like yeah. the NF yes. album did. It was a little bit too long. Too many um, intros. I mean, too many, too many um, uh, like skits. Skits and interludes, yeah. yeah. But overall, I, I, I thought it was good. Uh, there, there was a song, uh, We Go High. Yeah. To me, I thought that was that was an amazing, that was the best song yeah. Um, yeah. that I heard yesterday. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that song was really good. And he he he's just so confident lyrically. I, you just can't ignore that. Yeah. He's, he's, he's an amazing lyricist. You, if you don't. We'll talk a little bit more about his faith, because he actually talked about God more than NF did on yeah. that, this album. Yeah. But he also did a lot of opposite stuff that NF would never do on this album. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like the dichotomy of those two people. Is that a double-minded person, or is yeah. like where is he at? I don't know. But he is very bold about his faith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah very yeah, bold, yeah, very yeah. obvious. Doesn't hide it one bit. Yeah. But then he'll just do something that's totally the opposite yeah. of that on the yeah. next next bar yeah that's what i'm saying like <laughs> i heard ephesians and then i heard like i guess we're right behind it so i don't know it's, it's, I, it's an interesting place. i think the interesting thing about him is the fact that right because he does share his faith a lot i don't think people feel the same way hearing it from another artist that shares the same faith because it's not convicting like i'm not telling you not to smoke the weed i'm not telling you not to give up on the sex i'm not telling you to not do xyz it's just hey we're incorporating this into what else we where everything else we do. i think he's like i live my truth you live your truth and i think that's where he comes from when it yeah. when it comes from his faith he not it, it doesn't it's almost like that 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 bar in jesus walks when he says i i'm not telling y'all that to go get jesus i'm telling you i need jesus like from kanye so i think that's where his perspective is i don't think he wants people I think he wants people to know about God, but I don't think he's forcing people to know about God, if you get what I'm trying to say. What's interesting about both of these projects um, is something no big deal. I heard no big deal say um, a lot of rappers rap about rapping. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like they talk about being an artist. They talk about it's, they're talking about what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas um, he is actually uh, rapping about things. NF is actually rapping about other things. And then they'll bring up God in the midst of the things yeah. that they're talking about. Yeah. 
So I, I do appreciate that from Chance is that he's talking about things, yeah. which mm-hmm. is very interesting. And and he'll always lean it back to God in a way that is is shocking. Like when I hear him talk about it, it's like it's bold, like what he just said. Yeah. But it's just so mixed that it's hard to be like, okay, what is this kid? Well, what is he doing? Yeah. I don't know what he's about. I think the thing is, I think the mainstream accept Chance. Of course. Like more than like they did like a Lecrae or of or even an NF. Like it's just they understand like he he has faith, but I, I think they get from him that if we in a conversation, we're gonna we could we could still cut the breeze and we can still talk that talk about anything versus just being like quote unquote super Christian or I gotta stay away from him. I know he's that Christian guy. You get what I mean? Like I, I'm I'm not I'm I think about that that talk that Lecrae had in his book about being at the um he was at a party and you had Beyonce and you had Jay Z there, Nikki and all them there. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking Chance would. I don't think they would have a problem with Chance like being around them versus a Lecrae. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. based off what he his standard is, I guess. You know so, what I mean? did you actually think about the music? So the the music was good. You know, what's funny is that when you hear when you're listening to an album, I mean, you know, mostly what I listen to is Christian hip hop music, right? So when you're listening to an album, this is no diss to any of the artists out there, but you can almost kind of hear the richness of how they pay for the top producer, they pay for the top everything. It's different coming through the speaker, right? I was just like, wow, you can tell that this is of a different nature, right? Um, So the music was good. I actually liked a lot of the the music itself. Not the words so much, but the vibe of the, the last part of the album. I was really feeling. I was like, okay, this is cool. The beginning of the album, there were certain cuts. Um, Chance is a, and to me, he's um, a silly rapper, and I'm okay with that. Silly. Like he can, yeah, he's a silly rapper, and I'm okay with that. Like he can play it with different things and stuff like that. It's not really still my style, right? I'm, I'm more of a, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more Trump. of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was okay with a lot of things, especially the song. You know, he had about his. Um, his wife and um, the songs toward the end, um, Sun Come Down. The one I thought was really strange and I was actually really liking it. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, if I see it on here, I'll know exactly what it is. But is it a shower um, joint? Nah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. It was. I think it was hot, hot water though. Um, oh, the, I think it was. Uh, man, what was the one? What was the one where he was like, all of a sudden, it was just like kind of talking about um it might be pray for real or something like that um but he was just kind of going in and he was talking about god and then it was like uh, it's like you having a good day or a bad day or something like that and then he just started cussing and i was like god this this was actually working it was for a me. really good song until and i i think bon iver was um yeah. on the production i love bon iver stuff mm-hmm. every, every time i hear him especially with kanye and yeah, I think yeah, I think it was pray for real. Yeah, and he just started f this f that. Yeah, it was like, like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was uh I was in my basement when I first heard it, and I thought it had skipped to another uh, YouTube track. So I was like, wait a minute, my phone, because I was listening on my AirPods. I was like, where's my phone? Because this isn't the right. But then he came back to it, and I was like, yeah, because it, it was almost kind of like symbolism of Tourette's <laughs> like you just start going crazy and for no reason yeah the song That's, was about he that was part of the hook was you gotta go crazy and he did yeah he did 
but I was like, man, that, that ruined it for me. So somebody asked us, uh, do you think Chance is beneficial to the kingdom or not? Mm. That kind of bleeds into what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're, we're about to get into stuff like that. But um, my, my true feeling. You don't. My true feeling of that is that he is making a lot of people comfortable in their sin. Mm. That's my true feeling. He's, a, he's letting a lot of people feel comfortable in their sin. And, and, and the reason I say that is because you could, you, you, you can just utter the words of God, and that can be your grandma's religion, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what you feel and what you believe or you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I just think that that's, that's a dangerous line. What's interesting with. about Chance is that he does sound like he really accepted Jesus Christ as a yeah, Savior. Like the way he talks about God, it, it's, it's passionate. Yeah. It's just I don't know what is going on with the other half of him that loves to talk to cuss and talk yeah. about whatever. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Remember the conversation we used to have about Christian rappers and like how they're good at using scripture and then flipping it, like using scripture in the words, and, and yeah. it still doesn't sound boring. He's great at that. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like great yeah. at I would say he's using the best. scripture and then uh, a scripture and flipping it to something else and have a double meaning. You'd be like, oh snap, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Like remember we talked about um, ultra light yeah. beam when he's like, my turning girl. into a pillar of salt. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, like he knows. Like you have to know yeah. that story. Yeah, like yeah, you, you, you can't. You couldn't have just heard that story. Yeah. He knows that story. Yeah. yeah. And to, to flip it like that, ha- I'll have my girl looking back like a pillar. Like, that's yeah. crazy amount of Bible yeah. Uh, yeah, metaphor. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So he's one, I, I want to say the best. Like, I thought Lecrae was really good yeah. at flipping scriptures and making them not sound more. Mouthpiece. Like we Mouthpiece, yeah. 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 But this kid is amazing at it. Yeah. And that's what's so confusing. It's like, dang, this kid knows what he's talking yeah. about. He'll yeah. get on IG and read Ephesians just yeah. straight through yeah. with no commentary. But then he'll he'll support stuff that you're like, why are you supporting that? that yeah. I don't yeah. it's almost like I would almost it either he's doing it intentionally or he really just doesn't know that is yeah. like why, why are you still doing so it? Somebody has talked to him. You can't say that they haven't. No one no one. I know Ishan, right I remember mind. when Ishan I'm sorry. Good, I remember Ishan talked, said he reached out to him after the whole DJ Khaled thing when he said, I know you do it for God. I know she said, the girl like me, because I do it for God, but I just want to see a booty applaud. And he was like, he Thanks reached out to him like, like after it, like, y'all, that's kind of. Yeah, you're going too far. Yeah. So I think. Did he have, respond? Now, I think, um, that's what I'm saying. I think he reached, I think Ishan like had a conversation with him. But I don't, I think at the end of the day, it's just like. You you have to want to be that guy to be like okay I may not be the the traditional Christian rapper but I have to change something in my lyrics that even though if I'm talking about God people still can. So I asked I asked this offline, right? Mm-hmm. And I want I want everybody listening live and whoever else sees this later. If Chance didn't curse, would he be on the Christian side of line for line? And if you don't know what Line for Line is and you're new to the show, we do this competition where we put a Christian artist up against a, a secular artist, for a better term. Mainstream. Um, and, <laughs> and we, because NF is now mainstream, so yeah. that doesn't really Oh, that's fit. true. That's true. So we, we kind of compete them against each other to show that our music, you don't have to listen mm-hmm. to that. You can listen to this. Is, yeah. the only, is, is the main reason we consider Chance on the other side of Line for Line because of the language? I think so. Yeah, 
Because I think the, you said the lang- I said the language, but you, but said you also the said it's, it's the uh, supporting weed, supporting yeah. um, things like that. Which yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of Christian hip hop artists that do the same. <laughs> yeah, so, and the thing is, is that what's you the know, I, I I would say he would be on the side of the line for line, uh, the Christian side. It, because we don't know what these Christian hip hop artists do behind closed doors, just like we don't know what he does behind closed doors, right? Like the Ephesians might be his daily regiment. He might actually be doing that. Um, so I think that yeah, you kind of have to separate what we don't see in the light, the limelight, versus what we don't see behind closed doors too. Just to be fair. Yeah. So so yeah, it, it's. A lot of what we're, we're kind of hinting towards the conversation we're going to have after the break, which needs to happen like almost right now. But let's let's save some of this because we're going to bring up Chance and NF and Lecrae. Like they, to me, represent some of the people we're going to yeah. be talking about. Yeah. So overall, I thought Chance's album felt really good. Um, still, of course, as a Christian, it's, it's problematic just because the themes switch back and forth. Um he does a harder swing than Tupac did with like Baby Mama and then like you know stuff that's like totally like <laughs> it's that different. You know what I mean? Toss it up. Um, that's that he. That's what it reminds me of. It's like how can you be both of those? Or DMX. DMX is yeah. another one. Yeah. So I let's let's save that conversation for yeah. the next. This is gonna be deep. All right. Yeah. So we need the whole slot for that. All right. So let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. You are listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Yeah. is brought to you by track stars allow us to produce a podcast to help build community engagement around your brand we can record and edit a podcast specifically designed to reach your target market and utilize social media to create or enhance a loyal following go to trackstars.com forward slash brands again that's trackstars with a z.com forward slash brands What's mobbing? You in the field with track stars. This is seven, and I just want y'all to stay focused, stay mobbing, and God bless you, man. 
Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, this episode is sponsored by Nectar Distribution. If you want to get your music out to over 150 digital outlets, check out NectarDistro.com. Opportunities to have your music showcased on iTunes, Pandora, Deezer, uh, and all the other platforms. So make sure you check out NectarDistro.com, all right? All right, so welcome, Miracle, back to the table. How Thank are you? you. What's I'm up? Doing well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we uh, Ryan and I were having a conversation uh, this week, and I'm kind of honestly, I I am a little, I've been a little discouraged, um, and I've mm-hmm. been a little upset with Christians. Let's just say that, yeah, Christians, right? Not Christ, but Christians. I just feel like we're in a stage where between politics and yeah. um, failed pastors, yeah, there's just a lot of disappointment. I think people are kind of tuning out and mixed with the fact that um, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. We're so online now that malls are dying, um, stores are dying. Yeah. I think churches are now flaming out, right? Because mm-hmm. people don't want to leave the house. They want to do stuff virtually. Hmm. I don't know if everybody else feels it, but I feel it pretty tough. And I'm I'm a little discouraged with uh, how things are going. I feel like the people that we see, especially the entertainment business that we're in, it feels as though everybody is striving for personal success. Mm-hmm. And it all feels like a performance to me. Mm-hmm. Pastors, artists, yeah. evangelists, activists. Yeah. It all feels like a performance to me. And... I'm just a little discouraged because we're in a business where some of those things are required to make it. Yeah. Yeah. And Christians are being forced to conform to that, to be in, involved in this business. And it kind of is contradictory to me to what we're supposed to be doing. So I feel like I'm in a weird place because I do feel like we're supposed to be here doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's, it's a conflict. So um, we found, I think Ryan found a stat that said, you know, 75% of people in the U.S. call themselves Christians. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, that can't be right. You know what I mean? Like, because there's so much varying degrees of what people consider Christian. Christian. Yeah. And um, we started talking and he was like, well, you know, some people just don't think the Bible is, you know, they don't really consider the Bible. And I'm like, well, and I'm going to have to bring up my show, Mm -hmm. The Bachelor. Yeah. Right. I know y'all hate when I talk about this. Sounds good. The Bachelor. If you watch this season, The Bachelorette, yeah. Hannah Brown, yeah. she's a Christian. She calls yeah. herself a Christian. There's a contestant on the show, Luke P. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got into a big argument, argument yeah. about... Did you see this? I saw the commercial. They got into a big argument about sex before marriage. Yeah. He made it pretty clear that he expected both of them to be um, abstinent until marriage. And she had not been... Not not in the past. They both had not been virgins. Yeah. But on the show, she had not been. So mm-hmm. she took it as offense. Like, how are you going to tell me how to live? Right. So my point of bringing that up is, she believes that she is a better version of a Christian than Luke P. <laughs> she sees Luke P. as judgmental and prideful and those kind of things. Right. Luke P. thinks he's a better version of a Christian than Hannah B. Because she's kind of bragging about having sex on TV. She's doing things that you would consider sinful. Yeah. I think everybody that calls themselves a Christian in America believes that they're the best version of what that means. 
we're i think everybody thinks there's levels to where there's people below me on this rung and there yeah. may be a couple people above me but i'm pretty close to what it should be as a christian yeah true we may sit here thinking hannah b is wrong for what she said mm. she thinks we're wrong for what we're saying mm. the street preacher that was yelling at kirk franklin thinks we're wrong for what we're doing yeah right now you see mm. what i'm saying everybody thinks that they got the perfect formula and we're all yelling at each other but we all call ourselves christians yeah what does that mean what do we do with all that Ahead, well, I have thoughts, but go ahead. Okay, um, the first thing that came to my mind is self righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's a very easy thing that slips into the church, um, into believers, and like oftentimes things it becomes about how you appear. Like it becomes about okay, mm-hmm. how can I present myself? when you don't necessarily see transparency on a consistent basis within the church or with with believers. And so I feel like certain things, like even the talk of chance, it's like we're kind of downing how he's presenting himself, right? Which he may be authentically presenting the position where he is with God right now. Mm -hmm. He may not, like God may not have sanctified that part of his life or, or changed or altered the part of him that is, you know, cursing, like he just may not feel bad about it yet. So just things like that, that um, I think cause people to put on a show. And then I think with that comes this sense of rebellion when you've been around it for so long that makes you say, okay, no, I can love God and do whatever I want. So I think it's kind of this twofold thing of like some people are still growing in the faith and then you have Mm -hmm. others who have been in the church for a long time or or maybe haven't really had a lot of mentors to kind of help them grow in God. Um, and they get frustrated. And so they don't know how to, they don't know how to deal with it. So I'm gonna challenge you because this is the same thing Ryan said to me. It's even worse than that. It's not only that Chance may just not be there yet and he hasn't been convicted yet. There are people like Chance and like Hannah Brown that believe that you aren't there yet. That mm-hmm. you haven't mm-hmm. changed yet. That yeah. you that need, need to be to more be like them. More like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a that's, thing. That's that's. None of us. If if you dig deep inside your heart, nobody actually believes that's true. Right. Everybody believe what, believes true. that 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 everybody sees it as a ladder. Like I'm here. Some people are here, and other people are here. But to me, based on what I'm hearing from the world and what I'm hearing from Christians, it appears to be more of a circle that these people think they're above these people but it can it can be spun any way you want it to mm-hmm. they're reading the bible and they believe that that even though sex before marriage we support you know uh, pro choice mm-hmm. whatever else you would consider as sinful things they see that as no worse than your pride you judging them you mm-hmm. being kind of a cultish christian they see that as worse you need to be more like them and we all see it as they need to be more like us everybody feels that way that's what i'm trying to say they're mm-hmm. not like oh I, i'm not there yet and i need to get better they yeah. think you're not there yet well, how, how much is this yeah. teaching how much is it teaching yeah how much is it teaching like, i mean being under a good pastor that's i think what miracle just said like discipleship like discipleship is heavy and i know a lot of people rely on small groups a lot of churches rely on small groups so that 
like discipleship can happen that way. Um, but how much is it is great teaching? You at a church with good teaching versus at a church that's feeding your flesh. Who's teaching? Yeah, because think- there's pastors that believe everything I just said. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Sound doctrine, because I think that's in what your in your opinion, view. What, yeah. They believe their doctrine is sound. That's what I'm trying to say. We still think of it as they're lower than I us, think, and I, they need to get I to think where we. So, I think we base it off the Bible. I think you that's have what to. I think but that's they what do too. They're, you're not getting you me. But how, but how? They're reading the Bible, and they yeah. see the things that they what you would call sinful. They see what you do as more sinful. Yeah, but that's not true. But to think, you, like they would no, say, like I mean, I, I, let me put all of y'all in another room yeah. mm-hmm. of of Hannah Browns yeah. and and of people like that. They would have the same conversation about man. They're still they're still talking like this. They're still judging. They're Hannah still Brown, not. And, yeah. they, and they, the they could the be right. Oh, okay. Like they, we could both be right about one another. That's right. Like we're both looking at each other's sin and being like, you have this issue. Okay, you have this issue. But I think. Um, we have to test things by the spirit. Like mm-hmm. as Christians with the Holy Spirit, we have to have discernment. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of times that gets left out of topics or conversations because it's this, you know, kind of but, ethereal up in the air thing that people don't know how to. A lot of people, even Christians, don't even seem to know how to talk about it. A lot of times. Who, d- who decides who's right about this? Right. You have pastors that you would trust to tell you what's right. That if I read the Bible sex before marriage is wrong abortion is wrong this and you can you can get those things out of the mm-hmm. bible they would look at the same bible and say i don't see that yeah but that's because you they are saying? looking for that's your opinion again no, but they're looking for more people to believe like they believe and so then when are they you. blend but when they blend in they feel like they are on the right majority side they're like so, well we're the majority now so so you're basically saying that there's people out there that don't believe that that the Bible would, the Bible says is wrong, or are you saying there are people out there that is tit for tat with you, like, no, you, not, like, and what I mean by tit for tat, meaning like if if we sat down with a group of people, the young young lady we name and we saying, see right there in the Bible it says don't fornicate before, like fornication is wrong and yeah. uh, all this uh, sexual immorality is wrong, and you're saying she would be like, but that pride right there too says it, it says haughty yeah. heart, like, like partially, yeah. like so it basically tip not, but not just that, but they would also not even agree with you saying it was wrong, but. I That's th- what I'm talking but about. But I mean, I'm thinking like if, we, if the standard is the Bible, then you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with me. Yeah, but, you have to agree with the Bible. But they would say the same thing. To, they, I don't think we're understanding. You're still coming from the point of view of I'm right and they're wrong. They think they are right. No, so they, so I'm listen, not saying listen, I'm right or wrong. Listen, I'm listen, saying the Bible listen, is right. But they, they would say I would be in a room with one of them and they'll be like, the Bible says they'll be as but, fervent but about it as you. What? Though? I think we should know. That, that there are people that, and I've spoken to people like this on several occasions, who would say, I agree with Jesus's teaching. I'm a Christian. I'm for love. I'm for peace. Yeah. I'm for all of that stuff. All the good, happy, beautiful things that come with God. But they don't want to take judgment. They don't want to take the wrath of God. They don't want to take sin. They yeah. don't want to take. So I, I think we have to also acknowledge the fact that some people do not take the Bible as being the full authoritative word of God. Mm-hmm. Like people are pulling in other sources, you know, other religions, other thought processes. And so that also informs people when they're saying they're Christian sometimes. Mm-hmm. So so what I'm getting at is the same two people, the two people could look at the same Bible and you're interpreting it as one thing and they're interpreting it as different. 
You're you're the way you're saying it as if they know that they're doing something wrong. They don't. They know. No, but no, I've so had, you're, I've you're had, not you're I've not had following friends me. and people I know tell me like I like they will question the text. They will say like, "Well, how do we know that that's what that's meant to say?" Yes. Like how do, like the questions we have about like the context of scripture or right. that could have been changed by, you know, the church way back when. So I'm not going to receive anything that is under that like but follow me, follow patriarchal me, narrative, follow me. you know, whatever. They think we're doing the same thing. Right. That's what I'm we trying to say. Look, we don't know. We don't know. We and in the sense of there's so much that we uh. do know. No, no, no. I'm saying that our knowledge of God is limited, (laughs) right? So they might be stating some things, and I'm not going to say certain things are blatantly wrong, period. Like Mm -hmm. sin is sin, sexual immorality. It's clearly stated in the Bible that that's not a thing folks should just be out here doing. Okay, let's use that as an example. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That's I've had that question What does that mean? So we, you read it and you read into it. That sex before marriage, things like that, is what that means. Right. They'll read that and they'll disagree with you. Exactly. You know yeah, what I'm I've had this conversation with Same phrase before. in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Christians are at odds about every piece of every this piece, thing. Every piece, even the breakdown well, of a de- like the definition of what something. Exactly. Well, how, how much is it? It just on both sides, basically. How much is it? It's just disobedience of I want to prove you right versus we're all wrong. We all need nah. to submit to the Lord. We all need to follow what he's saying. Regardless if you're saying about sexual morality, regardless if I have, I'm dealing with pride, right, I need right. to submit I need to submit to the Lord and we give pride to, to him. We all need to like at the end of the day because going back and forth with somebody is not God's. I don't think God wants you to be like I showed you, I showed you, I showed you. I think he wants you to be like Read the word. Let this and destroy get, me. Yeah. Not let me learn something to destroy them. Yeah. yeah. I. It just seems as though everybody's standing in a circle saying, look at the log in your eye. Look at that thing. Or the speck, right? It's the yeah. opposite. Look at the speck in that thing. Let me get that out of there, right? Mm-hmm. People who you would consider more liberal are looking at you and saying, you're prideful, you're cultish, you're this. Yeah. We're looking at yeah. them as... Uh, you're 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 lucid with your morals. You're against God. You're you're lukewarm. You're you're cold. Whatever, yeah. right? Mm. And we're not using the Bible to cut ourselves. Yeah. yeah, we're using it to cut other people. Yeah, and I wonder if that's the right way to look at this whole thing because I it just feels like we're all arguing. Let's um, let's pretend yeah. I don't believe it, but let's pretend the seventy five percent is true. It doesn't appear. To me, that the church is being very successful right now. It feels like we're all no, at war we're with each other. And I don't necessarily know what to do about that. Yeah. But correction, I think correction, correction does need to happen because the that's what that's what made the church in Acts in those times strong. That's what Paul was like. He was adamant about making sure you knew what you but were who's doing. Correcting who? That's what I'm saying. Even biblically, biblically correction was, was if you call yourself a Christian, honestly, based off the Bible, I have the right to come yeah, to you and say, hey, bro, what you're saying is not right. You need to do this. I know I'm not perfect. I'm just saying before you get on the stage, what you're saying to these people is not right. Who, who decides who's right about that? I think as a badge of a Christian, that's what you you, you because you, you know have. there's there's a whole there's a whole gang of people that would come here and say you guys are doing this wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And what do we say? 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the same thing they're saying. Yeah, What's the but, point of all this? So the, the, the thing that bothers me the most about this this conversation is that we ignore the fact that I mean people are picking and choosing what they want to believe in the Bible. That's that's what it sounds like. Are to we me. doing that? Everybody too. does that. Every single person does that. Yeah. But, even if it's unknowingly. Yeah, and that's 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 different too. When you see it and you decide to ignore it, that's when I that's when I say you definitely have a problem. Like you see we it do and that you decide too. to ignore we it. We do that too. Every single person. Right. But what I'm saying is like I feel like there is there of course there's levels. There's levels. But I feel like we we just as a body have gotten so sidetracked. I blame all this on media. I do. I think that you had listen to the statistics, right? And I'll go back to what I was thinking about just a moment ago. So the Pew uh, survey respondents said 78% of Christians or 78% of the country consider themselves to be Christians. Here are the top 10 reasons why they go to church. And, and you tell me what's flawed about this. One, to become closer to God. 81% said that. 69% said so their children will have a moral foundation. 68% said to become a better person. Mm-hmm. 66 com- uh, said um, for comfort in times of trouble and sorrow. Mm-hmm. 59% said they find sermons to be valuable. 57% said to be a part of a faith community. 7% said to um, uh, practice their family tra- uh, religious traditions. Um, 31% said they feel obligated to do it. And 19% said to meet new people or socialize. And then the number 10 reason was to please their spouse or their partner. And I would 15%. say all of those are wrong. Yeah, they all are wrong. Because they all are wrong. the reason you should be going to church is because God told you to. And because you love Jesus. So all of those sound think, wrong to me. They are wrong. I, I think, think that they're all byproducts of what the community of God is supposed to be. So right. it makes sense that that's why people are doing it because they're longing for the very thing that god wanted he wanted us you know as a body of believers to have community for a lot of those reasons so i don't think that they're wrong but i don't think that should be the primary reason but i also think that god can use all of those reasons to encounter people so he's not intimidated i just i just to me it's indicative of the fact that we all don't really get what this is about including me you all of y'all sitting in this room it feels like we're all missing it that's why i woke up like just really really stressed out about this like i really feel like we're doing something wrong as a body i think the other thing that comes to mind is that we as an American church don't face a lot of Persecution. like yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so we have comfort. We have all of these things. We get to pick and choose things. We are constantly bombarded with media um, and distractions and like literally. And so it's just like our faith is not it's not what we are literally holding on to to survive. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah. and so it's just like it becomes a successory. And so yeah. I think that's what changes because even the power of God is put in a box because we don't want it. We don't want it. We don't yeah. want to be inconvenienced. We don't want, you know, to have to have something happen in a church service or we don't mm-hmm. want something to have to happen in, you know, a family setting or a school setting or whatever that messes with the order. And so or even within our own lives, within ourselves, like we don't want um, to be I don't want to be mm-hmm. made. Um, uncomfortable to a certain level because it's 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 uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think another thing too to add on what she's saying is it's a lot of pile on with our with, in America. There's a lot of pile on over top Christianity. 
It's yeah. like I'm 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 a Democrat and a Christian. I'm mm-hmm. a Republican and a Christian. I'm a fraternity and a Christian, sorority and a Christian, or I'm I'm this and a Christian. Like yeah. it's, it's instead mixing. of just being it's a lot of mixture. Just being a Christ follower and and I and I think that's where we are right now. And I think I think we 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 have a lot of I, this is my personal opinion. I think it's a lot of people in power that's making it like look a certain different way of like Christianity of the past where it was like mm-hmm. it was no gray area. It was like mm-hmm. this is black, this is white. Right now I think everybody is in a gray area when it comes to Christianity. And I don't think I think to stand to stand black or white is going to look judgmental. I think it's going to it's going to make that person whoever that is, even if they're living for God, even if they're telling the truth and they they're saying the right thing is going to make it look like something totally Different because mm-hmm. everybody's so mixed and it's so everybody's so gray versus mm-hmm. being black or white. Forgot. I'm worried that everybody thinks they have this right when what needs to happen is everyone needs to stop, look inside, and realize that they're not right. Yeah. Um, because what tends to happen is I disagree with you. You think I'm not a good Christian. I think you're not a good Christian. And the flaw you see in me. I ignore and the flaw I see in you, you ignore. And we just say, all right, we'll just keep do- being flawed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When the real response should be, I'm going to stop looking at you and stop worrying about what you're wrong about. And I really, really need to dig inside of me yeah. and not give myself excuses for how I behave yeah. and do better. Yeah. You see and, what I'm saying? What about prayer? Yeah. I was, prayer. I was just about to say, I, th- I think um, something that I've also seen within myself and just within the culture <laughs> is that. Um, like self-help is this huge, you know, phenomenon, you know, now. And so it's just like everyone's trying to get a book to figure out how to fix themselves, you know. And I think that that has that same mentality comes into the church. And it's been um, something that I've dealt with time and time again. But I think what happens with that, with even with reading scripture, when it's like, okay, what can I change about me? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. I have to fix this thing with me. And I, I struggle with this a lot. Yeah. Um, focusing more on that than God, who are you? Encounter me, show me who you are. Yeah. And that being the primary pursuit and not just fixing yes. what needs to be fixed. What you're, what you're touching on is what I've been thinking about since uh, yesterday. There's this thing called, I think it's called dominionism. And I, I, I would I would wonder if even in this room we disagree about this. This idea that we're supposed to be conquerors of the earth while we're here, right? Mm. This idea that Christ uh, Christians are supposed to be in dominion over everything while we're here, right? Okay. And that fuels a lot of our decisions. So, you know, there's political implications to that. So we feel like we need to be in charge so we can direct things of God, um, success in media. We feel like we need to be there so we can influence. We feel like we need to be in these power positions so that we can have some sort of control over how the world works. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I think some of that is causing a problem in our hearts, right? We're more concerned with how to influence and change everyone else around us mm-hmm. versus trying to get closer to God just on our uh, on our own, living a quiet life. Yeah. yeah, the quiet life word really stood out to me. I feel like we have destroyed the quiet life of a Christian, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of us, especially in twenties and thirties, we're all striving for this 
big success or some big yeah. um, notoriety that we're all kind of secretly hoping for. Yeah. And I think it it because of that striving towards this big yeah. thing that we all want, hmm. we are we are not looking inward anymore and we're not content with where we are about anything in our life. But yeah. I think that's dangerous too, right? Because when you talk about the quiet life of a Christian, you also talk about the closed off silo that you exist in when you're doing Bible study in your home and you're not inviting other people in to, to do Bible study with you. That's not what I that don't means. think that's the okay. same thing at all. Because I would say my dad lived a quiet life, right? Yeah. He wasn't a celebrity. Oh, he wasn't bad. a lot okay. of people I at his funeral. It wasn't, he wasn't like a big deal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But he was a minister. He was an evangelist. I saw him personally uh, lead over 100 people to Christ. Like, yeah. Th- my dad led a quiet life doing I that got you. versus being a public figure, wanting yes, to be yeah, seen, yeah. wanting to, to be like a big, like even what we're doing here is yeah. in an effort to become an influencer. Yeah. Right. And I wonder if there's something wrong with that, that we're not well, seeing. Well, I think, I think a lot of rewards from uh, mm-hmm. using your dad as an example, I think he's going to get a lot of rewards in heaven because it was quiet. When it's loud, it's almost like it's about you versus the Lord. Like, and there's when, more judgment yeah, that comes along. Yeah, with it. and I think, I think sometimes when people, like I see it all the time when I'm like, I see certain Christian stuff on online. And I'm like, that shit, that's your reward right now. Like, you know what I mean? That's the praises of man. That's your reward right there. Versus if you would have done it in private when you stand before the mm-hmm. Lord, that could have been yeah. your reward. This yeah. is a challenge for me. I'm just gonna say it out loud so y'all could catch it. Are we willing to not be a success? Are we willing to not be the hottest rapper? Are we willing to not be the biggest show? Are we willing to not be the highest executive? Are we willing to not be any of those things if it means being closer to God? Yes. I don't know if... Well, the reason Honestly, I say that that's you a hard should, one. That's a hard one. The reason I, I say you should is because not should. Are you actually are you, willing at this to point do it? right now? Yeah, I'm willing to do that because I've I've noticed that you know, in reading Lecrae's book and and just hearing about other people who have gotten to that level and the things that come with that, right? The pressures and the other parts of the world that you don't see that you kind of look around and you're like, wow, this is really evil. I think it's good that some people don't reach that level because they may not have the maturity. What if to we handle all that. shouldn't? That's my question. That's a possibility. Too. What if the striving? What if the the quest for success mm-hmm. is is destroying? Is is causing us to be contentious? Is causing us to go into our camps, into our cliques? Is causing us to to mm-hmm. to destroy the name of God in the world because we're so eager to get there? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's real. Deep thought. I well, think I'm, that that's yeah. valid. Well, I, I think I think if if that is the case, then we need to we need to shut down shop and be like, yeah, I'm pray before, my mic out, right? but pray pray before we do anything. Like, and the reason I say that is because if God is really saying like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I think I think a few years ago, and I think going to Flavor Fest, going to different things, and you seeing the people that that come up to you and say, man, I started this podcast because of you guys, or I did this, or all of that. You have to be okay with that if that person is the person if if 10 years from now the crew or um the weekend or whoever else is influenced by us mm-hmm. pop off and they in the big spotlight and we are still doing this we have to be okay with that and sometimes it hurts honestly it hurts because even, you you've been putting it in work for so many years i even mean even more than that yeah because i even yeah. think that encourages performance what if we're not even supposed to be excited that so-and-so somebody blew got up to and, the top oh we, like we like, like we get excited when people make it on this or do this and that what if 
what if that's not even supposed to be good news? What if yeah, that's I'll like say, I, I'll say I'm excited about I'm worried about them now. You right, see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It I'm should like, be more concerning concerned. than exciting. Well, I, it's just I don't even no, have that's, a right about that's it. legitimate. Is that because of the of going biblical about in Matthew four where Satan offered offered Jesus the world and it's like he can offer somebody the world that we we assume that just because they're in a bigger space that it's like. I, like they, they they shouldn't be blown up. We should be. I'm, I'm gonna make this all the way personal. Like we talked on this show about we just got a TV show. We yeah. just got this radio deal. We just got all those things, and it feeds into this idea that we're not there yet, and we have to achieve some big goal. And whenever we get a step closer to it, there's some sort of celebration that needs to occur. What if that's not true? Yeah. What if God is looking at us like there's nothing else I need you to do but be near me? Yeah. and tell people about me that's all i care about yeah. your level be, your success ranking that you put in your right. life doesn't mean anything to me but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're looking at it as a success rank i i personally see it as we are now in front of 80 million homes that could possibly hear what they were saying right now about the things that need to change that to me is encouraging also i like where nf is because you got millions of people listening to clean music you know what i mean and that was our biggest problem when we were at 107.9 is everywhere we looked everybody was being influenced by the music and we didn't want to see that happen and now yeah. we're not seeing that happen so much so let me ask you i know and, and this is just talking about this so based off what you just said would you would we be okay what if and this is going to sound mad, mad crazy what if somebody knew listen to chance album said listen to nf's album and listen to chance album and was listening to chance album was like you know what i want to know about jesus and i get yeah. saved i think that the, the think possibility that of that keeps us yeah. going no but no no but, but, no, but, no what i'm saying is they get saved because we always talk about what we do is either the seed or the water or whatever and they get saved i'm just i'm just asking this and they get saved and they aren't going to be the next whatever but like they're they're humble they're real they're they they only move when God tell them to move, so they they get opportunities, but they turn them down. But they got saved because more of the person we redeeming as because they don't look like the box that we're trying to present to the world to get versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I I don't think that like I feel like in Scripture you even see where God uses the ungodly to do godly work. So I don't think that just because someone is helping to bring someone to god means that they themselves are godly like god can use anyone yeah he can use anything yeah. you know so i don't i don't know that that should be the priority i just think that um we like and again this has been a person like a literal personal journey for me um of prayer and the presence of god should always be a priority period Nothing should come between us and God ever. Not a nothing, a degree, a job, uh, anything. Everything should flow out of that place. And when it doesn't, that's when things get unhealthy, and we should take notice. So yeah, and I'm just I'm just concerned about. This is just me. Literally, I'm not even gonna say who I'm talking about or what I saw. I'm just seeing a lot of performance yeah and it's not at the service of the gospel it's at the service of success. maintaining whatever level of success you have yeah for sure and i'm just seeing it 
I'm seeing it in ourselves. I'm seeing it in yeah. people that we consider peers. I'm seeing it in people that we think are ahead of us on this success ladder. It just seems like a big performance to me. And I'm, it's it just convicted me today. Like we got to make sure that the, the, the fruit that comes out of this, the good things that come out of this are awesome. That's that's really good that people feel like they get closer to God or they learn something about God or whatever they whatever. Yeah, that's awesome. But the path to get there. We really got to make sure we remove all the landmines from that path because it just is too dangerous and it's too easy to fall into. I'm doing this for money. I'm doing this for success. I'm doing this to maintain my spot. I don't want anybody else to take my spot. I got to at least look like I don't care about those things. So I need to perform like I'm a good Christian, even (laughs) though I feel like, oh, I'm not there yet or somebody else is coming from like it just all feels messy to me. And I, I just. Yeah. I don't have a real answer, but I, I just wanted to bring it up because I feel like there's something wrong in the atmosphere right now. I guess Can I say something really fast? One more thing. Yeah. I just wanted to say that I think that the issue lies in us forgetting our identity. Like, I think that's why success can be so dangerous or anything that we attach identity to because that's when we forget. I don't have to work for anything. Like, I'm already worthy. I'm already worth it because God... Gave us his son and he died for me. That's it. Like, that's why the small life is fine. That's why living in a hut somewhere is fine. That's why living what wherever that doesn't look glamorous is totally okay because my value comes in the fact that, like, I'm made in the image of God. Like, Jesus died for me and I have access to the throne of God through prayer and Jesus is praying for me consistently. So, just I think the identity piece is where we get lost sometimes. I know I do. But. Yeah. Um, I just remind me of something. So, uh, just I think I think the thing is just it's a good conversation. I think just pure motives, man. Like at the end of the day, it's why yeah. the pure motives of your heart. And if you know, like I think about King Alico. I don't know the whole situation. He was in a major situation or a major situation in our eyes and he was like God is telling me this is not the right time to be doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and for some people they'd be like you crazy he just felt that and he was like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall away from this and it's not even not saying God over money is not huge but it's is it something when we for for us people looking in like man other people be like yo I would love the opportunity but for him for him to say the Lord told me to do that you just have to respect him for what he's doing. And I think that's what we, not even in CHH, but just in general dealing with Christianity in America, we just have to have, we have to look in ourselves and ask those real questions, like you yeah. said, because those real questions sometimes is identity. Sometimes it is to look good and be that guy or be that girl or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes that's that's it. You know? Just just be honest with yourself. You think that you are the best version of a Christian there is. Everybody listening, including myself. You think deep down in your heart, there may be a couple of people you look up to you think are a little bit better, but you think that you're the best version of a Christian. I just wonder if God is looking at you like you need to look again. Yeah. That's all. Who cares That's what true. they're doing? Who cares what they're doing? Look again and make sure you're really close to me because yeah. you may not be. Yeah. So anyway, you're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is Jason Bordo, the host of the Business with Bordo podcast. Are you interested in business and entrepreneurship? Are you a future leader of tomorrow? If so, don't forget to go check out the Business with Bordo podcast, where we have wonderful stories and inspiration from Kelly Cole, Doc Watson, Thomas Terry from Humble Beast, and many, many more. 
Go subscribe today to the Business with Bordeaux podcast where you'll be able to take your career, your side hustle, and your journey to the next step. Go and subscribe today. Y'all know what time it is. Ryan Righteous, DJ Jeremiah, Sean Tanner. Time it is. Y'all know what time it is. It's the Field Boys. You in the Field Boy? It's the Field Boys. We in the Field Boy? You tuned in and lock. Track stars. We beating on your block. Track stars. Yeah, yeah. I'm repping the most high king like mama I made it. Bring the real, you love it to hate it. Love it to hate it. Laugh with the kingdom, the second of faded. Yo, what's going on? This your man right here, DJ I Rock Jesus. You're right in the field with my people's track stars. And you know what? Get ready for line, for line. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right. For all things track stars, visit www.trackstars.com with a Z. Follow us on Instagram at track stars, Twitter at track stars, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we are a two hour podcast. Every Monday we deliver another podcast for you. So make sure you check that out, too. All right. Yo, yo. All right, man. We're just going to get down to it. Um, everybody that's talking about the Eminem NF part, I guess part three, and that'd probably be the final one. Um, we're gonna do that next week. Okay. I, want you, I want you, I want you to to listen to NF a little bit more and just quick because I think we did that in the past where I would try to do stuff quick and it's like it's good but it's not like yeah uh, like hand holding and then chance too we forgot somebody with chance. So today um, is our throwback one, a little throwback ish. Um, I didn't know we was going to get too deep, so here you go. But um, this is for you guys. This is Grits and Outcasts. Oh, but snap. it's Thank Onya versus The Art of Translation. Oh, mm. So album for album. How you feel? Mm, bad. <laughs> you think Stank Onya is better than like AT Aliens? When, when did... Uh... Well, they came out around the same time. Stank Onya came out, um, I believe, 2000s. Okay, like, and yeah. then all the translation came so out like two dozen things. Like, yeah. Okay, all right. So we're gonna try that. Um, the views and opinions, track stars, track stars, universe, not views and opinions. Artist, label, producer, others. If eventually you feel like we shouldn't be doing this, please press that now. If you never heard of mainstream artists, and think about checking them out, plus start now. We try not to do the same artists over and over. If you're a person who only listens to Christian music artists, this ain't your cup of tea. Then stop it and we listen to a topic. No worthy I say is only a bit. Chris is not the Christian version of anybody. This is the fast version. So here we go. We're gonna start off with. Um, <laughs> Mm. Uh, I know, I know, we're kind of rushing. Uh, we're gonna start off with Outcast. No, we're gonna start off with Grits first. Song's called "Here We Go." Here we go. Gotta skip a gigawatt. No more room in the pan. I cook up rhymes in a big pot. On the road, what you figure got tricks in my sleep. You won't believe my story. We to a thicker pot. Work, sleep off the pages. Hop on stages. We crazy. Need to be like in cages. Rock. You feel it? Yeah, I'm light skin vanilla. Coming at you like a pack of gorillas. Oak Pentagon eight. Understand from afar. Nashville to the Lone Star State. Relate. Uh, indicator is still the new man. Greater this way. You belong strong. You gon' be great. Front clap with a scream and a shout. Cast down, doubt. Fast like a gun blast. Drown out. The sounds and leaps and bounds. Flush out clowns. Creeps and hounds. Fox. 
Alright, that was Here We Go Grits, his outcasts, we luddies. That was Outcast. We love these. Can't say the rest, but here we go. Grits. Who y'all going with round one? Dude, what you got? Can we find another thing? Because this is dead. What you got? I guess I'm going with Outcast. Yep, I'm going to go Outcast. Outcast. What you got? Outcast. Outcast. I got grits on that. Mm. I liked it better. What you got? Um, grits. I can't keep score. Do we have a pen? I need oh, a it didn't work. Yeah, that one is dry. There you go, man. Okay, here we go. Through it through the phone. I know. All right, what y'all got online? Looks one Outcast, one grits. All right. Y'all got to vote. I gotta vote. I, I need to do that one more time over because I yeah. You said it was outcast, outcast, everybody okay. except me. Three outcasts okay. and you and Alright, outcast online. So one zero. One zero, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Alright, here we go. Um this is Outcast, Red Velvet. Here we go. Uh, that was Red Velvet Outcast. This is Be Mine Grits. Number on, had me smiling and on the phone, same page, different time zones. Guys are real character, painting caricatures of Christ and his love for the church. Enjoying the pain because it hurts. When I saw you, I went berserk and saying going loony and cartoony. So sue me, you was a vision of beauty, truly. Thinking of all the charm to inflict it on my behalf. Forgive me, don't mean to stare, but your hair is down to your calf. Tell me about yourself. Your culture is Polynesian. I love when the breeze remixes. Our blueprint is in the beach. Instantaneously, cultures collided, decided we ride it. time and prayer separately, so we wouldn't have to hide it. Alright, that was Be Mine Grits versus Outcast Real Velvet. Who y'all going with? What you got? Toss. Toss. What you got? I'm gonna go Grits on that. I had a hard time um, getting in my feelings on the Outcast beat. Okay. What you got? I'm gonna go with Grits still. Grits. Um, I'm gonna toss that as well. I was not fond of Please. either one of those. <laughs> what you got? Um, Grits. Grits. What's that? Three zero right now. Well, I guess it don't matter online. Okay. So, who so, won the first one? Outcast? Mm -hmm. Outcast. So, it's tied now? Tied, tied. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. All right. So, here we go. Um... We're gonna start off with grits. This is called running. Here we go. And tell no tales, yo. How do you account for the platinum rappers with millions of record sales? And tell me I ain't good because my record fails. With the standard that sets the first quarter sales, the truth shall prevail. If I let you dictate it, life will be stale. But I follow my Lord, who's been proven with the scars and nails. Everybody busy funding, number one stunning. What else you get from your mama? Nothing but heartache from. That was grits running. This is Outcast Spaghetti Junction. Is to get low with ski slopes and fall like avalanches. Tootin' like it's cool, you're a fool, and I can't just 
sit around and watch those nose membranes flame. My ends is loose and you can't stop that rain when it starts to fall. I like this pack, man. Have it to vote the cat, man. I'm speaking about these pros, cause you know nothing about that, man. Thinking that the BIG is high and fly like value jet. You thinking about the beat and this, my head is never met. man. White man, true man ain't no joke. Remember me and my cousin used to sit up on the boat to talk about when we get older, now we up against the rope. Yeah, they kick it. Uh, that was Outcast Spaghetti Junction versus Running Grits. Who y'all going with? What you got? Grits. Grits. What you got? Oh, Grits. I just realized I don't think I really like Stangoni all that much. <laughs> That's why I asked. I think it was Equimini, AT Aliens. AT Aliens yeah. were the ones. Um, all right. What you got? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Outcast. I'm going to go Outcast as well. What you got? Grits. You got Grits? Outcast so Online. Oh, that's tied. Outcast Online? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess my phone. Well, I think that was the last one. No, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's this one. So that's tied then. Because that you said, what did you say? I said grits. Grits, grits, outcast, outcast, grits, and they said outcast. That's tied. So it's still so one, one. Wash. one one. All right, here we go. Um, we're about to get some get some into this this outcast. Miss Jackson. Here we go. The quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love thing. Together dream about that crib with the good year swing. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day by day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the villain that... Alright, that was Miss Jackson Outcast. This is Grits Believe. Here we go. The blood spilled for a ship and harbor is safe. But that ain't what it's built for. Do all I can to help you get more. If you forget my slight intrusion, I see this night is confusing. A constant fight with illusions, shed a light on conclusions. What you desire is a way out. Day in and day out. Do not disturb signs, so I'll stay out. How long will you let the torture grasp you? I see spirits manifesting, blocking blessings with the questions that you hear me ask you. Keep it up, so much will pass you. You can make it on a prayer, yeah, that's true. Barely getting by when you could do more. Why would you want to? Forget Oh, that was Grits Believe versus Miss Jackson Outcast. Round four. Who y'all going with? What you got? Oh, um, Outcast. Outcast. I'm going to go Outcast. I think that was the first time we heard Dre. Was that the first time we heard Dre? No. First we heard time? him already? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Dre on um, any of the other tracks, but okay. Yeah, he yeah. makes a difference. What you got? <laughs> yeah. Dang, that was disrespectful. He's not trash. He just makes a difference. What you got? Outcast. Outcast. I actually like that grit song. Mm, um, yeah, it was good. This felt like a tossy situation, but yeah. um, I would say the production was a bit tighter on Dang. Outcast. But I, I really like both of them. But I'm gonna have to lean Outcast. What you got? I agree. Um, Outcast. So what's that? Prophet Josiah. Five mean. zero. <laughs> you mean Prophet? Very oh mean. no, Prophet Josiah. He ain't the only one. Yeah. Yeah, but a bootleg so, outcast? Like, why had to be bootleg? All right, so it's 2 mm-hmm. 1 outcast. Thank you. We're about to go into round five, and we will start that off with, I start off with outcast, BOB. It's from National Underground, Thunder Pounds, and I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silver back around the tank. You can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to. Hit some assaults without the net, but this be the year that we won't forget. One nine nine nine. I don't need anything gold. Be what you wanna be, long as you know consequences are given for living the fences. Too hot to jump in jail, too low to dig. I might just touch hell. Hot, get a life not a. Alright, that was B O B. Outcast. This is Tennessee Boys Grits. Yeah. To change the game is my aim. Break the chain and state the claim while putting 
Nashville all on the brain. Don't twist the mid south twang and a little bit of bounce the bang. Don't feed the soul and crowd the flows. Take the troll and break the mold. Kick the doughs and spit the flows. We in the pros, but you ain't know. Cause round here they can't grow with gold grills and twenty wheels and Jefferson and Mary Grills. Bounce to this from state to fifth. We keep it hot for every spot. Been around the world, I've seen a lot. Gotta rep my home, this mean a lot for all the boys out on the block. I know it's Tennessee Boys, Grits, B.O.B. Outcast. Who y'all go with? T-E-N-E-S-C, boys. What you got? I hate this. I'm going with Outcast. Outcast. What you got? Why I stand by my statement. I said nothing can beat bombs over Baghdad, and that's true. So, Outcast. But, I mean, that was a great Grit song. That was, like, one of the first Grit yeah. songs I heard. What you got? Yeah, Outcast. Um, I like the Tennessee song. I, I like it a lot. But it doesn't sound as produced up as the other one that's the thing it's, it's losing on production i think and and just because andre's a superstar so it's hard <sighs> to be him um so i'm gonna have to lean bob but I, I that was a good matchup i like that one um i'm going with grits mm, grits online <clears throat> that's so that's a great song though y'all y'all sleeping it is on that. no I, I really like tennessee it's good all right so it's three one and i agree with you i didn't like this album as much yeah these songs were big, but I didn't, didn't yeah. care for them. Miss Jackson and my yeah, brother back. All right, so we're going to start off. This is round six. I, I guess it don't matter because Grits is losing by two. All right, so here we go. So fresh and so clean. Yellow seven nice billions on display. My bongo hooked it up. Oh, my God. Dip my rim today so they can ride out to the honeycomb. Hide out. I'm going to show you how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Let me be Bambino on your slippers. YKK on your zipper. Lick you like a lizard when I'm slizzard. Six million ways to fold ya Like no what's I get two views and you get pretty deep But I call your from eighties I know you'll be there for me Alright that was so fresh so clean outcast his grits ooh ah The fear of never falling in love and the tears after losing the feelings of what you thought love was like the dirt still up under the rug My life be like bad characteristics covered in Christ's blood The joy of new birth and the pain of growing up The bliss between giving my all and giving up the highs and lows paths and roads I chose in the cold I froze trying to ease my this world of sin, close to thin the fin, so the God I send, words of help to win, he grumbling so deep, letters can never express, so the sounds of ooh-ah beneath my grandma. Alright, that was ooh-ah, grit, so fresh, so clean, outcast, round six, go. What you got? Yeah, those were both great, but I've got to go with grits on that. Grits, what you got? Mm-hmm. Toss. Really? Yeah. Really? Toss. Okay. What you got? Uh, yeah, I was actually going to toss as well. It's wow. pretty tough for me. Yeah, I thought Grits smashed this one. It was great. I thought it was clear in a way, Grits. Um, again, like the songs off of this Outcast album were big, but I just they don't. I don't care for them. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Jackson, Bob, um, so fresh, so clean. They're they're good, but I I'm more Elevators, more um, you know Rosa Parks. Like that's more my Outcast. Aquamanah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's more my feel flavor for them. These were a little too poppy to me, um, but I thought that Grits. That was one of the greatest songs, period. Yeah. They kid, like I hear go. that in stuff now on TV, yeah. and it's, it still works. Like yeah. it, it's, they killed that. That's grits all day. Yeah, so I'm going grits. <clears throat> What's that? You said somebody said you said top over y'all said top. Yeah. Right? So it's three zero right now. It don't, don't matter. So the final is three two. That watch killed us, but um three two outcast. Outcast, yeah, man. Like the that. I play bomb, big boy a little bit more. Yeah, kind of <laughs> I think um, grits. I think 
this is something I want to say. Um, we look at the artists that are doing well now, and we're not realizing that there have been people in the same spot as your No Big Deals and your and your What Up RGs and your Lecrae's and your whatever, like Grits, the true people. People don't even remember when they were these guys. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what I want that to do is remind you that if you're looking up to these artists like NF and all these kind of people, but there will be a day when they are going to be forgotten. Yeah. People are going to be like, you listen to NF, you, you're, I don't know who that is. You know yeah. what I mean? This the time these people are famous comes and goes, and if you're putting value in their success and you want to get to their success and you are jealous of their success or whatever, the, think about the the grits were huge yeah. in our time. Truth was huge. Uh, um, who else? Cross like movement. Ambassador was yeah. huge. Like these people were huge, and most people listening don't even know who they are. Yeah. This success bubble only lasts for a second. Yeah. You cannot idolize that success because there will be a time when no one cares. Yeah. You have to commit your focus to God only. Well, if you get caught up in trying to chase after some of the success that that the artists you see that are big in CHH now, yeah. they will be forgotten. And there's no offense to them, but it happens to every single human being. Even the ones you think are uber famous. There will be a day when no one cares about them. You cannot... True live your life for that stuff you can't yeah. that's real yeah all right well we are over time so we're gonna go <laughs> shout out to everybody um introduce yourself man so they know who you are hey what's going on track stars uh universe my name is jake Lowe. i'm a dj based out of atlanta uh if you want to follow me uh check me out on social media um at earth's best is here all one word dope, dope. awesome thank you guys for tuning in we got a lot of cool stuff we will try and focus on the main thing you guys hold us accountable we're gonna hold you guys accountable we got we gotta we gotta make sure this thing is actually doing mm -hmm. what god wants us to do yeah. I, i'm i'm tired of all the performance so let's get back into it you in the field with the track stars ryan right to shantana dj jeremiah let's go now i'm in the field with track stars right now i had a blessed time hopefully you guys are listening if you're not then you're losing let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.